We need to record an intro for the podcast. It's not how you start a podcast. Why don't you hold on, give me one second. Oh, no. No. Okay. Not, the podcast is not starting until I get this. Okay. There we go. Welcome to Substation Radio, yo. Let me look, drop that on the ground. Um, <laughs> but it goes on the table. It, it, it takes pride of place. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to the Substation Radio. Uh, high Voltage Podcast, hosted by yours truly. My name's Maddie, also known as XCVI. And I'm Alex, otherwise known as Electricity. Hell yeah. Uh, so, fun story about the podcast today. Um, oh yeah. We had a bit of a fuck up yesterday. Mm-hmm. My microphone just stopped working. <laughs> yeah, we, we swore on the first episode. It's it's it's, it's part of the canon. <laughs> <laughs> high Voltage swears. Get mm-hmm. used to it. Yep. Um, no, we already label our videos as not for children, so... We're not going to get served up to kids. Yeah, but that's because of the nudity, not because of the swear words. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. That comes later. <laughs> yeah, stick around to the end. <laughs> Don't skip. Doesn't show up. Um, yeah, no, podcast yesterday. We had a, we had a bit of a malfunction. Uh, we recorded, what was like an hour and... Oh, yeah, an hour and 15 minutes of podcast. Yeah, and then uh, we went to edit it down and realized that Alex's mic turned itself off. Like, Well, we realized it partway through and we just didn't know how long it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. I was like, I think... 30 minutes into the podcast, we realized that your mic was off. Yeah, and it had stopped probably like 15 minutes in. Yeah. And so uh, we trashed it. We're doing it again. Yep. Yeah. We wrote down the topics we talked about, and we're going to take a fresh take at them. Yeah, so if it sounds like this is rehearsed... It might be a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we may have already had this conversation before. You'll never know. Yeah. You, you want to you yeah, start uh, us off with uh, a top hack? Top hack, top eh? hack. Yeah. Well, actually, um, it's not a topic we talked about yesterday, but I would kind of like to... A new topic. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, the thing is, doing podcasts over two days, we can improve it. I know, crazy. This is going to be better content for you guys. Almost like practicing makes you better. Yeah, I need to practice DJing more. Like, last Friday really made me be like, okay, cool, when I get new music, I'm stuck. Yeah, dude, no, like, I mean, like, I, I should probably get new music in the first place, but, like, my last, like, three sets that I've done have been horrible oh yeah yeah so we need to work on that but that's why we want to get other artists in so then i don't have to dj anymore <laughs> yeah every every week is a lot to dj yeah it's too much i'd rather like spend like a month working on a set and mm. come in and smash it up oh yeah i'm going to practice so much since we're playing halloween yeah 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 we're doing it though so we're like we're doing like uh you're doing 10, aren't you? I'm doing 10. And I'm doing 1. You're doing 1? Yeah, he's like, do you want 10 or 1? And then I didn't get back to him. He was like, well, Maddie said he wanted 10, so <laughs> you, you can have 1. I'm like, okay, that's the one I was going to go for anyway. I like later. Oh, yeah, I just, last time I did a 1, like, look, I want to be, it's Halloween, right? Yeah. I want to get drunk, and I'm probably going to... There's, there's yeah, sync for yeah. a reason. If you're, if you're DJing a house party, that's when you use sync. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> the, 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 uh, I don't want to say it on podcast because it is incriminating. <laughs> so, what do you think? No, yeah, well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Twitter to know about that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter will come after us for that. Yeah, no. So we got the uh, uh, we got the Halloween. Has that been? Have we talked about that publicly? Not really. Not really, and I think we should keep it under wraps for a little bit because development is a little behind, and I'm not sure how it's going to go. Okay. Well, potentially we're doing a, something at some point. Or potentially not. Mm-hmm. And then the day after that, we're doing a house party. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be sick. Yeah. 
I'm actually quite excited for that. Yeah, I'm excited to play in front of real people again. Yeah, I'm just going to do a club set. Yeah. I'm so excited to be playing in front of people that aren't my beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my, my beard is not a person. Let's, let's specify that. Yeah, this is very true. But um, yeah. Was was that the topic, or did we? Did uh, no, the top. The, that was just a, that was a complete diversion. Okay. Anyway, where we were. Uh, remember, we talked about DJ bingo streams. Yes. Like doing challenge sets mm-hmm. as incorporated into the podcast. I thought we should talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, so the idea was that um, we so we were doing Sundays as our challenge set streams, mm-hmm. but we've decided that we want weekends off. Yep. So Sundays aren't yeah. going to be jungle streams. Part of yesterday's podcast is we're like, nah, fuck it. We're, we're working throughout the week now. Yeah, fuck it, that. <laughs> um, so um, what we're doing, or what the idea was is that we were going to incorporate the challenge streams into the podcasts. So instead of doing like a what hour, two In hour, hour yeah, hours to two hours, stream on yeah. Sundays, we're just going to incorporate the sets into the podcast. Yeah, it'll be a segment of the podcast. What, yeah, what these today? podcasts might get lengthy. Yeah, exactly. Like what? You know, like uh, just put a podcast on the background. It's your little radio show. Exactly. Yeah, it's substation radio. Yeah, substation radio. Sub, <laughs> sub, sub, substation radio. And now we cut that in with like laser effects. <laughs> toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> every time with the toilet flush. Yeah, that's like every time I think of anybody on radio, I, I just toilet flush is where I go. You know. Right. You know, it's just the, it's the noise. Toilet flush. EA Sports. E. It's in the game. Anyway. Sorry, yes. Um, <laughs> challenge streams. Oh, I just peeked out the mic. Hard. Yeah. Let's just bring that down a little bit. Should be fine. Yeah, we've got two channels for this anyway. Yeah. We'll just <laughs> turn it down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so challenge stream sits on podcasts at some point in the future. Yeah. Still working on it. Um, as well as guests. We're yeah. also working on that. It's and another way for us to shirk our responsibilities off to someone else. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, you know, people want to be a part of this, so... Yeah. They can do some stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Fuck it. No, that's great. We're, build, we're building a small community empire. Empire. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, I was like, do we, do we go full imperialistic on this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and now we're copyright strike. Oh. Come on, all of our other videos are copyright strike because we play music. This is our one source of possible monetization. There's no way in hell that that was anywhere near... Actually, I'm, you know what? I'm a musician and I'm quite talented, so that was probably a one for one rendition of the Imperial <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. okay, so yeah, we want to get some guests on, we want to have challenge sets, yeah. have. Uh, what was the idea of a DJ set bingo? Because I wrote this on my phone, but I can't quite remember what we're talking about. Um, so, like, my like my thought process, because like, I watch a lot of um, YouTube, like gaming YouTubers, right? Because, you know, I'm a child. Uh, <laughs> why do you think we like we're, we're both going at this as our career choice? Because uh, we're millennials and we refuse to grow up. Exactly, um, and we're late to the podcast game and streaming game by about ten years. But also, like, I feel like it's had a new, it's had a renaissance this year. Oh yeah, it's because everyone's stuck at home. Nobody's allowed to leave the house. Yeah, um, capitalize yeah. on that. <laughs> exactly, Capital- <laughs> capitalism. Um, uh, no, bingo. So, right. Yeah. My thought process is we design cards, right? Okay. Everybody gets the same. Oh, oh no. Maybe. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll design like a, a bunch of different cards. I think, right? I think we should have a range of them. Yeah. And it, well, yeah, it has to be. Otherwise, everyone will get bingo at the same time. <laughs> That's how bingo works. The brain. <laughs> um, right. And it's like, it'll be like a, I don't know, five by five grid 
of like and each square is gonna have like bingo right yeah yeah you know um, how bingo works yeah look and, think of that and we'll have like you know every time somebody does a backspin then you like put a mark on that one or anytime somebody double drops or right i don't know just just something to be like so more interactive with would the both. would you guys would the audience at home play would along the audience yes well that i mean like ideally they don't have to obviously but you don't have to but if you wanted to you can absolutely um i encourage it and get in fact yeah like we will encourage it obviously yeah so would we play along while we're here is like a way to like sort of i mean like i might yeah but like if we get bingo i'll probably just like leave it for the viewers yeah because you know like oh we could have like prizes i'm i'm thinking something along the lines of uh an app you want to design an app we could make a very basic app like a web app even yes yes that could work and then because well, all would like notify us live yeah someone's got bingo their name could come up on screen we could figure out some of that coding huh. oh but then it would be like a minute and a half late not only 20 seconds yeah wait are we, we're not are we doing the podcast live we, oh that's the point yeah <laughs> i forget the podcast aren't live stream we're just recording this to the computer yeah damn we could start doing podcasts live we could. I mean, that was that was the idea that was, behind Bingo. Yeah. yeah, okay. So if we're going to do Bingo, we have to do podcast live. Yeah, but for, for now, we're going to do them recorded because just... Editing and all that. Yeah, getting into the flow of it and like yeah. knowing what we can and can't say and what we should and shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. Um, as as well as just kind of getting into the flow of talking yeah. continuously without too much dead air because that's yeah. a pretty uh, integral part of a podcast. Yeah, it's, you don't want to just be sitting there in silence. Yeah, because I can't just jump up and do something visually funny because... Nobody's going to laugh at it, first of all, because it's not funny. Second of all, because no one can see it. Yeah. Well, people can see it because we're recording this podcast on video, but we do encourage you to just leave this uh, when the video playing in the background. Yeah. So I just want to mention that my hairstyle today, for those of you who are watching, <laughs> uh, is partly inspired by, number one, fuckboys. <laughs> yeah. Number two, uh, uh, Wellington Wind. <laughs> and number three, uh, uh, New commander from fantastic beasts and where to find them oh yeah yeah i mean when you when you walked up you look like a bit of an anime character yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i had my jacket on <laughs> yeah. oh, your blue jacket blue blue uh shorts and then like the hair the way it was i'm like maybe he's an anime character today <laughs> <laughs> yeah. glasses flare yeah what the fuck it is um sweet yeah. so there is a possible idea that we can go into i agree doing DJ streams uh, that incorporated into the podcasts yeah I'm with some audience interaction i was thinking further on that um i was watching a video today that's about um audience engagement uh and how like a discord is very integral to growing an audience around you so yeah. i think we should get onto a high voltage discord i agree i should also just start using discord mm. oh it's it's it can get overwhelming very quickly if you're like in a few groups because my notifications frequently are like up in the 50s and i just go through and just like uh, look at them like because like i was before, uh, like uh, uh, at risk of sounding like a boomer mm. uh, i was a team speak fanatic yeah and that's all i'd ever use and when discord came along it was like around the time that fortnite became like kind of big and right it was like eh, i feel like discord came around a decent amount of time before fortnite yeah but like the the, the expansion of it is just sort of like i i just i don't know i i was, I was like the all everybody who uses it is like 12 and i don't like children 
because I'm an yeah. asshole. Teenager. I remember. I remember when it came out. I was still in high school when it came out. So I was just like, we switched from Skype to Discord. You use Skype? We used Skype. What's yes. wrong with you? How much bandwidth they uses? I never, like, never thought of that as a problem. We just like used Skype because we didn't like we used Razor comms for a bit. Oh wow! Yeah, that's interesting. Fair enough. You're like a little bit of cool, cool kids with their fucking. Uh, we didn't have Razor gear. We just downloaded Razor comms. <laughs> like, oh, PewDiePie uses it. <laughs> we're pretty much just like, oh, a new way for us to talk, and we're just like, we'll try that. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, like, in all fairness, we paid for a Teamspeak server, so like, that's yeah, majorly money. Yeah. We're, like, we're we're broadcast teenagers that had like three games we played together. Yeah. When was this like? To, it was like Discord came out like two thousand seven. No, two thousand like fifteen. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So yeah, I remember it. I remember we starting playing like um, Rust and stuff with my friends on it. Oh, I miss Rust. Yeah, Rust is so good. I forgot about that. Like all the survival games yeah survival games i've been watching a whole lot of daisy videos recently like the long form story ones the- where like they make a story out of their gameplay yeah um and this like it just makes me real i want to dive back into daisy but i need like a few people to play with you need to get a pc asap i know i needed money so that's you guys want to subscribe yeah. to our patreon yeah coming soon coming soon patreon coming soon yeah uh showing such content as the uh uh, the aforementioned nudes <laughs> it's, for it's, your only listeners i just mild, i just lightly face palmed <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be an only fans i'm just gonna name it patreon <laughs> i voted patreon for <laughs> i wish i knew what the uh only what the only fans like url right codes were like link trees like Link tr. Surely it's just like onlyfans.com forward slash. I'd assume so. Yeah. Hey. Hey, people who use OnlyFans. Yeah, if you've got an OnlyFans, good for you, first of all. Yeah. You know, make you that money. Do do whatever you gotta fucking do. Um I have contemplated it once or twice, but <laughs> I was like, you know what, I've got nothing really to <laughs> show for. As a guy, I'm just like, OnlyFans seems like a very difficult field to get into. Yeah. I just I don't have a I don't have a nice enough butt. And that's like the only thing that I could think of. And I'm like, okay, you know, you want to look at my shit mustache? <laughs> anyway, um, uh, 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 as before, before we just like, as we like, we went from we need money straight to <laughs> selling nudes. As we were talking about that, I did just go through to double check. Uh, Discord was released May thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. Ah, I thought it was much earlier than that. I like I, when I said that, I was like, that doesn't sound right. I, I mm. feel like it was released much earlier, but no, only five years ago. How about yeah. that? That's crazy. Discord, uh, yeah, okay, so high voltage uh, Discord server coming soon. Yeah. That for sure. Like, I think that's like a needs to happen thing. Yeah. Um, Discord, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, before we, <laughs> before we go any further into the selling ourselves for money, mm-hmm. um, let's go into the topics we talked about yesterday. Yeah, all right. How long did we talk about just nothing? Well, I mean, we talked about something the entire time. But like... I thought it would be perfect for podcasts because we can just talk about nothing for so long. That's, that's, fucking, that's how we started doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just realized that our conversations were podcast worthy ish. <laughs> I, well, I was about to be like, okay. Not to toot our own horn, but yeah. you know, I'm pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I had a realization this morning. It was like podcasting is me openly being like, listen to what I say. <laughs> and it is worth listening to. I swear. <laughs> Just give me a chance. <laughs> I'm interesting. Um, uh, what I was about to say it was uh, the like the way we like the first we recorded a podcast like months ago. Oh yeah. I was, but like, I came over to work on a track, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to chuck the, like, microphone on just to, like, record some shit, and then we'll, like, take a piece of whatever the fuck I say and use it as, like, a pre-drop vocal. Yeah. But then we ended up recording for, like, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah, but you remember what we recorded on? Yeah, your fucking Logitech gaming headset. Yeah, we just had it sitting on the desk. <laughs> like, hang on, I'll, I'll bring out the, the original, the OG podcast mic. All right, Alex is going to get up for those audio listeners. He's now standing up. He's got the microphone. He's now sitting at the desk. So it was set on the table like this. <laughs> it's a, uh, what is this? It's a Logitech G5. It's, it was, it's wireless as well, so it's not like the most high quality. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Logitech fucking headset as well. Where's the name of this thing? Pass here. Oh, yeah. the house has gone on. I thought they had them running on the side. G533. G533. There so you go. It's right there. Well, I'm blind. These glasses are for show. Fucking knew it. They're blue light blocking. I like them. And they make me look... I, I, I don't really know. Yeah. It's just part of my aesthetic now. You, you've just fallen into it. You're like, okay. Yeah, well, I bought them and I was like, I'm never going to wear these. And then I started wearing them. And then I started, like, started smoking a lot of weed. And then I got really anxious about wearing them. And then I put them back on again. I was like, no, nah, I actually fucking love them. Cool. Yeah, so now I wear them all the time. And everyone's like, I don't know you had to wear glasses. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's you why know. it always confuses me when I see you about them because I'm like, don't you need glasses? <laughs> it's, it's the play. <laughs> it's, it's the sympathy play. <laughs> I turn up without them. I'm like, guys, I love my glasses. I can't do anything today. <laughs> like, oh, no. Fucking hell. It's fine. You just chill out. <laughs> it's not true. Anyway. <laughs> So we, let's go into the topics about yesterday that we talked about yesterday. Yeah, I remember the first topic we talked yeah. about. It was uh, it was my hate towards. No, it wasn't a hate. It was just I got very angry. Well, we, st- we started off with the vote because oh, that, yeah. that's our agenda right now because it is election time. By the way, go vote. Go and vote. Go out right now. Your last day to vote is Saturday. Yeah, this the- Saturday, the seventeenth. Tw- yes, absolutely seventeenth. I know because it's the day after my girlfriend's birthday. Her birthday's on Friday. and It's the sixteenth. I know. <laughs> For <laughs> good boyfriend. <laughs> Crap, I don't have a guest for this Friday. I need to do that. Yeah, I was gonna mention Cersei today. And see cool. if he wanted to come over. Sweet, because you're going away. I'm gonna be here by myself. Yeah. I feel I feel a sneeze coming on. No, nope, it's going away. This is so Sneeze. unsatisfying. Bless you, bless you, bless you. look into the light. <laughs> no, you're just blind. <laughs> no, yeah, now I'm just blind. Okay. Um, um that may that may come back. But okay, voting. Go vote. We don't care who you vote for. Yes. But yes. have your say in democracy. Exactly. Um that's pretty much what, that one. what I said yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Are we just going abri- to we're just going to abridge <laughs> topics from yesterday? Yeah, no, let's, let's go vote. Let's um, let's go, let, let's go on to memes uh, go burr. <laughs> oh, our brains are just going burr constantly. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little good ideas. Um, <laughs> bring go burr. Bring go burr. There you go. I'm gonna make a face high voltage Facebook page. Uh, high voltage meme page. High voltage meme page. And it's just going to be blank goes burr. You yeah. can't just blank, blank goes burr. Memes. Cool. Right. 
Let's make it happen. That's the format. Yeah. No, that's what the Discord's gonna be for. The Discord's gonna like there's gonna be a, a Discord chat of memes for ten years at least, and then we'll move on to a new meme. I guess. Oh god. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I don't, I don't want to give up on the past. <laughs> Nostalgic. Yeah. Honestly, the bird meme, like, it's still not, it's still not, not funny to me. Yeah, I thought it would have like what. Oh, uh, yeah, I thought it would have died off, um, like, an enjoyment by now. Like yeah. after two weeks of us constantly saying bird memes to each other. I thought I'd start to hate them, but I still love them. Because, the, look, here's the thing. I've not been a big memer the last little while. Yeah. I've been hanging out with the uh, uh, normies, to say the most polite way. To say the least. <laughs> to say the least. Nah, no, most polite way, I think, is the better way to go about that. The most polite way. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I, was, I, was a, I was a gamer boy. You know, mm. I played a lot. Of, I played Counter-Strike. I think I had, like, two, almost 3,000 hours and locked into Counter-Strike. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never put that much time into any game. Yeah, I'm almost at a thousand hours into Rocket League. So like, I was a, I was in it, you know. I was, I was hella into it. And then mm. I started working in hospital, and I made friends that socialized and went out. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> my computer broke, and then I couldn't stay at home, so I had to go out and hang out with people. Yeah. And, and now I've drawn you back. Yeah, and now I'm <laughs> this memes. <laughs> I'm taking Vid- come back to the dark side. Video games. Whoa. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so we wanted to talk, you want to talk about that YouTuber. Yeah. Um, Do you want to introduce that one like you did yesterday? I can't remember how I talked about it yesterday, but I just remember. Yeah, just go into it again though. This guy. Right. So there's a lot of YouTubers. There's a lot of people on the internet. Um, uh, actually, <laughs> there's a lot of people on the internet. They're very mean. I, I just want that quote taken out of context. There are a lot of people on the internet. Full stop. Moving on. Um, I was actually listening to Wimps to Bill podcast the other day, right? And this I'm, is, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, and it was uh, Kill the Noise oh, yeah. on it. And he was talking about... Um, oh, I've listened to that one. I can't remember what he was talking Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, This isn't like uh, context to the actual topic that we're going to talk about. But um, he was talking about how... I don't know. It's, it's the whole like... The generationalism, right? So like... Uh, and Kill the Noise and like Skrillex and you know all these like the earlier days of dubstep producers mm-hmm. uh, Zomboy Zomboy Top Planet yeah all, all that fucking shit yeah Zids did they were all like uh, pioneers of sound design in the dubstep mm-hmm. world right and they all had to actually go and make their sounds and figure out how to make all the ones yeah like they were like opening up Massive and being like how do we fuck with this yeah and uh, Kill the Noise I don't know what the guy's name is do you know his name Kill the Noise Jake Jake Jake, what a fucking blend. No offense, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're out there, I love you. I Do Cook is a great song. Such um, a good song. Uh, yeah, and he was talking about um, how, I don't know, his like hatred towards the fact that like people can just like go on the internet and listen to like a, a YouTube tutorial on how to replicate a sound from like uh, a, a, a famous song of sorts. Like, I don't know, mm. like, The Womp from Bangarang or... Anything from See, the, the I feel that riot. a little bit too because I've been working on dubstep since like 2012, which is when all that shit was happening. So I've been in it for so long. I get that. I feel that same little bit of resentment, but, <laughs> but like, I also understand the other side. And yeah, like, I started off on YouTube tutorials from, from like, like in, in any sense of the way that you're going to learn anything. The only way you're going to know how to make something mm. is by making something that already exists and then like reverse. Yeah, like any it. art school, they're going to make you mimic other artists. Yeah, like when I was doing design, they were as far as like typography and uh illustration i was about to say the guy's name but i actually forgot it <laughs> but like 
Um, I know with illustration, they, uh, we studied Greg Broadmore, who is a um, concept artist, and he he actually worked on the um, uh, concept art and all the aliens for aliens, guns, and spacecrafts for District Nine. Cool. Yeah, he's a he works for Weta Workshops. He's actually um he he went to school with uh, at my school. Yeah, no, right? Two, uh, two degrees of separation. Nice. What up, Greg Bolmer? And he was mm-hmm. also my brother's friend. Um, anyway, hmm. um, yeah. So like, I was like, why, why are you getting mad that you know? I get it. Like these kids are in their bedrooms and they're yeah. already like replicating the sound, and then they're teaching everybody else how to replicate a sound further. That's not. It's not like a one-to-one replication because yeah, you can never replicate. be like yeah, you're never going to get exactly the way that they processed it because you don't know how the fuck they processed it unless they actually went through and yeah, did unless, a tutorial on yeah. how they did it. Or in Skrillex's case, they made his music video, him going through his Ableton projects, and everyone went, cool, dissect that motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, I thought, if anything, I think it's, like, it's it's great. Like, uh, I've learned the most I could have from sound design just from these, like, fucking kids in their bedrooms Mm. teaching me how to replicate the fucking womp from uh, Bumpy Teeth by Subtronics and Seeds Dead. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So Trunks and he did, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, why are you getting so fucking angry at these guys for like this? And like I get it. Like he worked they they all worked really hard to get to where they are. And now anybody with their fucking with a uh fucking uh, anybody with an iPad touch can make good dubstep. Yeah. And it's I get it, kind of frustrating. Um and that leads me on to my second topic, which was well not second topic, but the second half of that, unless you had something to say about that. I was just like it's like that is the natural progression of technology like to begin with people couldn't make music that easily like electronic music used to be this extremely difficult thing to get into you had to have all these synths you had to have all like the entire room of equipment to make electronic music now you can do it all on your laptop and soon you'll be able to do it all on your phone yeah and not even just like electronic music and then then there'll be there'll be a watch (laughs) it's already fucking getting it's like womp by the way haven't moved too long moved in too long it's time for me to do torso twists i am <laughs> my watch is out of charge sitting on the mantelpiece in the kitchen you ding dong you should put, put it on charge i really should yeah that might be what i do this afternoon anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then right i kind of lost a bit of respect for killing the noise at that point just because i was like like i get it mate you're upset about it but also like and in order for this industry to grow it needs to keep evolving and moving yeah. and the only way we're going to do that is if we're going to have people continuously working and you know showing people how to do things that nobody else could do before yeah right and then from that point they're gonna these new producers that watch these tutorials they're going to go through dissect it and they're already five steps ahead of anyone else from before them and then they're going to step five steps forward mm-hmm. and it's just going to keep evolving and keep evolving and keep evolving yeah and then this scene's going to keep growing and everybody's going to benefit from it yeah so i think don't get so pissed off at them or don't get upset or angry because they are doing this because I think it's a good idea. That nicely uh, segues into another topic we we're talking about, where we're talking about space in the industry. Yes, yes. And you were talking about the fact that you didn't think that there was much space, or like, you were agreeing with somebody. I can, I can, I from just like my time doing music in like both Dunedin and. Um, wellington is i think there's space but people aren't willing to see their space yeah and therefore you have to approach it like there's no space which is kind of problematic it's yeah everyone's in sort of like a 
the dog eat dog sort of mentality yeah and it's like you know everything's about you and in order for you to succeed you have to shit, shit on everybody else mm-hmm. but and then in saying that it's there was a big movement of like support local artists yeah right like it was, it was only even like a couple of months ago i don't know if it was worldwide. basement is all about support local artists that's like they're in, that's their tagline yeah but it's so hard to like convince them to actually support anybody mm-hmm. right in order to actually like i get it like there are a lot of artists and there are a lot of bedroom producers and they're yeah. all good in their own rights i'm not shitting on any of them but in order to like actually get noticed you have to make a scene like yeah. you have to go out of your way to just like prove that you're worth this that you can like do something mm-hmm. in order for somebody to even just like blink an eye at you and that's what we're doing with high voltage yeah we're making a scene yeah fuck you fuck everybody we're the best yeah actually you know what if you're a bedroom producer and or dj bedroom producer and dj um yeah of oh, like almost any genre any genre i don't give a shit yeah send it through to us we'll listen yeah um if you want critiques we can give critiques if you don't we'll just listen to it and we'll just go know. onto the discord we're gonna make yeah send it through send discord it may get paid on this podcast if we make that a segment hell yeah so submit, submitted beats yeah um and that funnily enough <laughs> segues into what i was originally talking about with uh oh look at <laughs> us go <laughs> Like a bam, bam, bam. <laughs> um, this YouTuber that I was telling you I got angry about. Mm-hmm. Um, he w- he has a segment on his uh on his vi- on his videos. Not segment, sorry. He has a video series on YouTube where he gets his subscribers. And this guy's got like million, uh, maybe not millions, but like hundreds of thousands of subscribers. I know this video in particular that I was watching had seven hundred thousand views, which is an right. incredible amount of views. Yeah, right. I know it's like pretty cat casual these days to have that much but yeah like on a like production video that's pretty that's pretty high yeah exactly and the guy he's got yeah so it's the video concept is send send me in your fruit loop beats uh files i mean uh any (laughs) dow files (laughs) um and uh he'll go through and fix it whatever fixing means right yeah um the most subjective term you could say yeah and i was like all right mate this guy thinks he's the fucking bee's knees out here um and I remember watching this one video and he, he played a track and it was just like some hip hop trap beat. It wasn't terrible in any right. It was, just, it wasn't great also, but like, I didn't think there was anything that was necessarily disgusting about it. And the guy, he could play on it and it like started to play through. And then this the like clap came through, I think, or like right. he like played the first 15 seconds of it. And then like the visual disgust on his face mm. was like, made me angry. Uh, like number one i was like there's nothing that i can hear in this maybe it's because i don't have as well of a trained ear as he does but there was nothing in that mix that made me go oh my god i can't yeah. believe you've done this and, and then, also like the whole idea of a trained ear yeah like what it's it's, it's fucking it's dude it's art it's like, it's like i get it it's like the most fucking and like there's sure there's objective things and sure like there's things that like outright will just always sound bad yeah but like you didn't hear that why how did he hear that yeah I, I remember there was a track that i made a couple of years ago i sent it to you and a few of my mates and all of them said that they didn't really like the snare and then I'll, i remember listening through to it back then i was like no i actually quite like it and mm. then i was like oh maybe now that i've you know been producing for long enough i'll go back and listen to it and not like the snare but going back to it i still like the snare so mm. like i don't think i was wrong in any sense to use that snare and that's it and that uh, context that i was being used in it was just some people didn't like it and i get it like when you're making art you want people to like it yeah so, like you sort of have to sell out to the ideas of uh your peers yeah your, your peers or just uh 
Yeah, you're pretty much the um, greater zeitgeist of music production. Yeah, like the mainstream sort of yeah. route of making everything that making something that everybody will like, instead of just making something that you like that you yeah. just want to show everybody. Um, and I respected that, and I disagreed. <laughs> I still released the song. We're getting less of that though now, with like hyper pop and stuff, and like think of people like Sophie, just like making those like out there sounds that are still enjoyable, but like would never be approached in a traditional manner. The, this is true, but I'd still, I still, I, I would say that they're making more of a like artists like Sophie. They're making more of a um, impact on mainstream, but I would not. I would still not say that everybody like the most mainstream um market would like that song oh yeah for sure like i know that there are plenty of people that i know that if i show them that song they'd be like this is utter trash mm. and we're like go fuck yourself <laughs> i remember this was one time uh i don't know how much this has to do with anything but i was listening to i don't know if i've ever shown you bowen my time by bowen i'm not i don't think you have it's like this crazy hyper jazz electronic indie dance <laughs> yeah it's, it's like anime fuck i don't know like God. japanese shit it's it's a it's a crazy song but it, i really like it and i remember i was listening to it once and my mate was around and she was like she like walked away for a second and then all i like put the song on and it played through and all i heard was what the fuck <laughs> is this and i was like let's bow in I'm like i'm really like it's a really good song you should listen to it and she's like no this sucks <laughs> and like screamed it from the other room and i was like i was genuinely hurt <laughs> oh, I, I i've had that as well yeah like, I, mean, I know the exact feeling of like playing something but like, that sucks i'm like how can you think that yeah and i'm like why i'm like why, why does it suck though i'm like well, what about this do you not like yeah and but you know as people who aren't don't understand music to yeah. the degree that most musicians do they can't <laughs> describe why they don't like it they just don't like it yeah. which is fair yeah i understand that um but yeah i got triggered and i was like you mm. can't say that i don't go around saying that shit you do i hate i just say that i'm not a big fan and that i would prefer that it wasn't being played but you mm. can't just tell me that it sucks and i hate it and you should turn it off because yeah. that's just rude number one to me um and my likes and mm. as a respect from you as you me being your friend i find that very disrespectful number mm. two uh, it's disrespectful towards the artist yes yeah. he's been a lot of time working on this and it doesn't suck you just don't like it yeah and i think that's a very important thing um yeah so fuck anybody who shits on musicians because they don't think a snare fits in the right place because i don't care make whatever you what subtronic said in his fucking last set he said make what you love fuck the haters mm -hmm. yeah and i think that covers that topic pretty well and it does launch us quite well also often to the discussion of has every sound that can be made been made oh oh Oh. The segues are going on and on. <laughs> Man, we can better at this. <laughs> Episode two, let's go. Um, here's the thing, though, right? So I'm going to have to admit something that I was actually wrong in uh, in the in my analogy that I used. Right. Um, so basically, uh, the way that this topic came around was that I was talking to, uh, uh, I'm just going to say a friend of mine, and they said that they, were, they said that every single noise that ever that could ever be created has already been created and made and i respectfully disagreed first off and uh i was actually quite aggressive and defensive mm -hmm. because i was like you don't know you're not a musician um but then i realized that i don't know uh, I, I remember i mentioned this to you but um 52 factorial yeah which is a, an equation 
that is is crazy. Like uh, I tried to describe it yesterday. Yeah, and uh, my mind just. I just my eyes just glazed over. <laughs> Your eyes glazed over. I didn't even really know what I was talking about, so I did some research, yo. Um, this is what comes when we fuck up a podcast. We can come back and research it. This is why this episode is actually probably the best. Maybe we should just do two podcasts, but we can only <laughs> release the second one. We fuck up the first one, we come back the next day and redo mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. So the idea was that she was saying she was saying that um, every noise has ever been that could ever be made has already been made, and it's proven. And I was like, I don't think that's true. Because if you think of music on a scale... What were her sources? She, she had no sources. She was, if you're going to say something like proven, you need sources. Yeah, well, she said, Google it. And I said, hold on. <laughs> don't tell me to Google it. <laughs> no, no, no. You're coming with your argument. You, you bring your facts. I'll bring mine. Yeah, I'm going I'm to need a reference check that, please. I want an MLA. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was like, okay, well, let's think on a scale of frequency, right? The frequency range of just human hearing which is 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz mm-hmm. some may hear slightly above some might hear slightly below it it doesn't matter yeah right but that's the average right so that's 20 to 20,000 so mm-hmm. that's 19,980 yeah points in a linear scale mm-hmm. of frequency note notes right and all those half tones as well and everything and all those half tones um, and the reason that I was going to talk about, uh, I compared it to 52 factorial and 52 factorial is, um, it is the amount of times that you can uniquely shuffle a deck of cards. Yeah. Right. Um, and the way that, and this is the point where I realized that I might've been wrong, but also might not have been, I didn't actually right. think too hard into it. Um, but I realized there was a loophole in my system. So 52 factorial works in a way that if you've got a deck of cards, right, the top card could be any of the 52 cards in the deck, mm-hmm. right? You can flip it over, it can be one of any of the 52. And then the second card in that deck could only be one of every 51 deck, cards mm-hmm. in the deck, not including the one that you'd already pulled out. Right. Right, because that one's already predetermined. You've only got 51 cards left in the deck, so you've only got one in 51 chance of that card being whatever it's going to be, right? And then so on, you've got 50... Then once you get to the third one, it's got one in fifty chances of being yeah. any of the other cards remaining. So on, so on, so on. And I was trying to relate that to uh, points on a frequency spectrum, right? Yeah, between twenty and twenty thousand. But doesn't quite. There's like yeah, the prob- combi- prob- there's probability versus yeah, the the combi- like you don't at that point you'd just be uh, be saying how many where like if you're just playing the notes starting from 20,000 all the way up to, sorry, 20 hertz all the way up to 20,000 yeah. and which order that you're going to be playing them, right? Yeah. It wouldn't reflect how uh, many different sounds there are because mm-hmm. that's a combination. Yeah. Um, and that's what I was trying to get at is that the amount of different combinations you can have of notes, which is still a fucking high number. Mm-hmm. And even then it doesn't even touch on the fact of uh, like tonality and um, body of music and sound. Yeah and uh, timbre and yeah exactly um but i still want to talk about 52 factorial mm-hmm. because i don't know how well known 52 factorial is but this number should i just sit back for a moment yes please do okay right okay so like i said um it's the amount of times that you can uniquely shuffle a deck of cards um so it'll be the first number you've got 52 chances of pulling any of the 152 cards out right yeah. And then the next one, you've got 51 chances of picking any of the 
51 cards that are remaining that aren't the one that you've just drawn out. Yep. So on and so on and so on. Right. So in order to multiply this number into a single amount of, sorry, not a single amount, but a single digit that tells you how many times that you're going to have to shuffle this deck in order for it to get every single possibility, every single unique possibility of, uh, oh shit. <laughs> bring up the notes. Bring up the notes, bring up the notes, bring up the notes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Um, yeah. So you have to multiply all these numbers together. 52, 51, 50, 49, 48. Right. All the way down to zero. Uh, multiply all these numbers together and that'll give you, uh, that'll give you the, um, the, the, how many unique ways 52 cards can be arranged. Right. All right. Yeah. And this number is 8.0658 times 10 to the power of 67. That number may not make much sense. That the, yeah, when you get to the times 10 to the power of something, yeah. it's getting into the points of, there are so many zeros in this number that we're just not going to bother. Yep. So, uh, as reference, because you might, you'll be, that's, you know, who fucking yeah. knows what that is. Um, the universe, the amount of time the universe has been, if, uh, breaking down into seconds, <laughs> right? Out, yeah. The universe has only been, <laughs> been only. a thing for one times 10 to the power of 18 seconds. And it was one times 10 to the, what was it? What was and it? So one times 10 to the power of 18. Yep. Which is 13.7 billion years. Okay. And 52 factorial is 8.0658 times 10 to the power of 67. Far out. That's still hard to imagine what the scale of 52 factorial is. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> it, it just, it, eclipses the amount of time that the universe has been in existence in seconds yep yep so even if even if right we broke 52 factorial down into seconds right which mm -hmm. is 8.0658 uh seconds times 10 to the power of 67 mm -hmm. if we broke that down into seconds in order for time that amount of time to pass imagine you pick a, play, a point on the equator, right? Yeah. And you're standing there and you take one step every billion years. Cool. Okay. So you take one step every billion years, you wait another billion years, you take another step, wait another billion years, take another step. Yeah. You keep repeating this process until you've made an entire loop around the entire world. Yeah. At that one point, you then take a single drop of water from the Pacific Ocean. And a specific measurement, 0 .0, 0 0.05 millimeters, that's one, that's five one hundredths of a milliliter. So you take five one hundredths of a milliliter yep. out of the Pacific Ocean and you put it aside into a bucket that's, that, uh, that's impossibly big. Yeah, so after one circumnavigation, you take one, that drop of water out. Yep, okay. you put it aside. And then you start again. So you wait another billion years, take a step another billion mm -hmm. years take a step and you repeat all the way until you make it around once you make it around again you take another drop out of the ocean put it in a bucket yeah and you keep repeating this for billions and billions and billions of years and you yep. keep going around taking out drops of water until the pacific ocean is empty right at that point you take a single sheet of paper and you put it on the ground and then you fill the pacific ocean back up right mm -hmm. and then you start the process again and then you take another step 
every billion years once you make it all the way around the world yep. take another drop you keep repeating this and you keep repeating this and then once the pacific ocean is finished uh empty you put another sheet of paper down now you've got two sheets of paper yep. and you repeat this process over and over and over and over and over and over and over yep. until that stack of paper reaches the sun oh my god i was like where's this going at that point how far how many seconds do you think are remaining on our timer um i honestly cannot even comprehend because i thought you'd be like after four sheets of paper <laughs> no 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 once it reaches the sun mm-hmm. a stack of paper from the earth to the sun mm-hmm. the amount of seconds left on that clock would still be 8.035 times 10 to the power of 67 you would not have even made a mark oh my god <laughs> <laughs> right repeat it a thousand more times get rid of that stack of paper and you start it all again and you do that a thousand more times reaching all the way to the sun you would only have done a third of 52 factorial fuck it's so wait, so how many how many times are we repeating that step to get a third sorry I... so you repeat the entire process of getting your stack of paper to the sun right so take a step every billion years yep once you make it all the way around the world do the paper to the sun no what you take a drop of water out of the ocean yeah you do you keep oh yeah, you yeah walk around the world again take another drop of water take another walk around the world again take another drop of water until the pacific ocean is empty when the pacific ocean is empty you lay one sheet of paper down on a pile Fuck you. <laughs> and you repeat that over and over and over until the stack of paper reaches the sun and if you repeat that process a thousand times you will have done a third <laughs> you've made a third oh my god <laughs> of 52 factorial so once you've gone you've emptied the pacific ocean sorry a thousand times Yep. You've made you've made it No, not empty the Pacific Ocean. No, made it to the sun. Oh yeah. Made it to the sun a thousand times. Yes. From emptying the ocean, how many times you have to do that. Yeah. So it's just a stupidly incomprehensibly large number is what you're yes. trying to get at. Yes. And that's how many unique <laughs> ways you can shuffle fifty two cards. Yeah. So thinking about nineteen thousand, what was it, nine hundred and eighty. Eighty, yeah. Yeah. Points in a frequency spectrum. And then you can also combine those yeah almost an infinitely yep yeah it sounds never gonna get old <laughs> <laughs> and then also you think about that like the, each like little like that can be broken down into seconds again because like each of those frequency like shapes effectively yeah. can be in samples of like however many seconds yes and that's only the frequency range that we can hear that's not including the 20 decibels below our the Tw- uh 20 hertz 20 hertz below the human hearing range and the twenty thousand above and that's like the registered that's like what to forty thousand zero to forty thousand is basically like the scale right because from there on it gets like infinitesimally smaller yeah very very small wavelengths yeah so (laughs) it's it's a fucking um incredible amount of and like oh my jesus christ (laughs) yeah i i'm my brain's not gonna figure that out (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah the whole idea of like is every sound that's been made able to be made reminds me of a video i saw by adam needley the the specifics of the video i actually can't remember so i might like try and bring it up next week when i've watched the video again right but it's essentially talking about um has every melody that's been made able to be made i think again that would i would refer back to I think they've re- they reached the same conclusion, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, 
if you're if you're restricting yourself to only the like western scale which is 12 tones yeah right? which is a uh, a through g um and then the accidentals of those so that's mm-hmm. seven notes plus the five um sharps yeah. or flats depending which way you're going right mm-hmm. so then you've got 12 factorial because it's the different ways that you can structure them yeah and the amount of and that's only if you're doing 12 tones 12 notes in a pattern right yeah so if you do 24 and then there's a, you can just do like an infinitesimal amount of ways that yeah. you can actually structure a melody so i think once again you're going to end up with a number bigger than 52 factorial yeah so they no. did um i think from vague memory i think they did talk about like the difference between a melody and an enjoyable melody yes because like uh, you know you can start reaching the points of like um microtones and just being like yeah it, like, like extra tone fucking like two thousand fucking bpm mm. and like i guess there it's is a, a melody but it's a melody it doesn't sound good but it's a melody but then that's just me saying i don't like <laughs> as a noise and thinking that that's music mm. but uh this makes me this makes me want to turn uh ableton up to 999 bpm which is the highest i think it can go um and then just like make some melodies that like sort of like go around scales and it just it would just probably just sound like a smooth tone moving around yeah it does have you have you like listened uh, to uh, like extra tone music or um i think i might have delved in a couple of times but not like that much I, not I know, enough not enough to like talk about i know i listened to a bit of it when i was in i think i was in like Ham, uh sorry not Ham, uh, australia i was in melbourne like uh 2010 i think and i was uh it was like the the expansion of uh hard style music right like you know uh like the melbourne fucking hard style shuffling right and they're like all the different shuffling uh crews on youtube sorry you just remember melbourne bounce and a little part of me died again <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and i remember we were we got really into fast music because i don't know it was just interesting and different it wasn't pop i didn't mm. i've never really liked pop in the first place um and yeah, like listening to like 2000 BPM music, it's just like, and it's just that. Like, like, have you heard any Little Texas? Little Texas? Yeah. No, what the fuck is Little Texas? He's a DJ um, <laughs> who makes, uh, I don't know what the genre is, but he makes like stuff that sounds a bit like what you're describing. Oh yeah? I might have to give him a little, give him a little goo. <laughs> give him a little goo. I'm just going to do a little dance here while I try and find a bit. You trying to find your phone? No, a bit. Oh. I knew my phone was on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know you dropped it earlier. Yeah. So um, yeah, fifty-two factorial, massive number. Um, if you want to understand it, uh, learn a little bit more about it. Uh, there's a V-source video called Math Magic. Um, that's I pretty much what I said was one-to-one what he said. I just wrote it down and repeated nice. it. So I just want to, you know, in case anybody tries to show me for copying yeah stealing someone else's content i understand i did that yeah v source is an infallible source yeah exactly um and also he's got a lot of other interesting facts yeah like math magic oh the amount of the amount of v source one two and three i've watched yeah that guy is those guys you know that that channel those channels in general are just fucking Mm. incredible uh, have you watched much of the minefield no i haven't yo (laughs) um uh v source michael right v source yeah um he has a a youtube uh oh yeah the, YouTube, the, the YouTube, um, youtube originals yeah youtube original series um called minefield youtube realized the, the the mistake they'd made quite quickly i think when everyone's like ha ha, ha red yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and 
that he he they he convinced YouTube to make it all free to oh. watch over I'll have to like at the start of this year. So it's still free to be available to watch now. It's like three seasons of like high quality. Um, they kind of like they they take uh, like psychology and like uh, different sort of. They do one. I don't know. If, uh, you might know the experiment. Well, it's not really. It's a thought experiment of um, if you were sitting. It's, oh, it's called the trolley experiment. Yep. Yeah, you know, like a five people, you're one people person. Train comes. Mm -hmm. You have the option to pull the lever. If you pull the lever, it'll make the trolley turn onto the rail with only one person on it. Yeah. As opposed to letting it kill five people, and then it's like a, you know, it's a psychological study on whether. Just or not. like, would you knowingly save five people, but knowingly kill that one? Yeah. Or would you not all not let yourself change it and know that you let those five people die? Yeah. But you didn't actively kill anybody. Mm -hmm. It's. Yeah. yeah so basically they do like i think that's might be the first episode or second episode yeah. but they put that into practice huh yeah interesting have you seen um oh damn i can't remember what it's called now it's netflix show um good place yes with yeah. uh kirsten bell yeah kirsten bell um kirsten bell. i'm terrible with actors names so yeah. I, i'm not the source to go to her yes uh what about it Oh, the, the, there's an episode where they do the tro uh, the trolley problem. Do they? Yeah. I I, I think I, I mean I watched that series like oh maybe like three years ago. It's um there's more seasons since three years ago. Yeah, I know. There's I I just remember somebody saying that they didn't like it, and then for some reason I stopped watching it. I I've watched it through twice. Yeah, I I know it's good. Like <laughs> I've watched it through quite a lot. Like I, mm. I remember watching it through and going, "Wow, this is actually really good." Because mm. like the, the, the the entire first season is just like. A completely different series to the rest of it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I might have to go back and rewatch, rewatch it and like figure yeah. it all out again because it is. I thinking about it, I'm like I may watch it again. Yeah, like I know spoilers, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoilers skip, are coming skip in two. Spoilers coming in five, four, three, two, one. I know that they get to like heaven of sorts. They're on like a um like a, a kind of cottage house with like um but i don't think it is actually heaven i can't i can't remember because there's so many like cottage house well, maybe not like a cottage house but do like they go a, to it by a train uh no but i do remember a train they they it's supposed to be heaven and all like like outside the door is heaven but they're at the door oh, yeah. inside this house and it's like a whole episode in there and I remember they got to there I don't remember if that went if that how, like how fast at the end that is if they were like I think it's like from memory second to last season okay yeah so they've released like one season since I've watched right okay mm. so I do have stuff to catch up on oh uh, and the stuff they get into the last season it's very I, I don't want to I don't want to spoil any of it because the, the way it ends is very interesting okay oh so it does end yeah okay you know what? I'm, I'm fine now. <laughs> now that I know that it does finish. Yeah, it's got a conclusion. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will go back and watch it. Um, and saying that, spoilers are now done. We'll, yeah. We'll move on from... You, you can you can unplug your ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> earmuffs. Earmuffs. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know how we got onto that. Uh, we're talking about philosophy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because... Um, Vsauce. Vsauce. Yeah. Yeah. So, go uh, watch Minefield. It's free to yeah. watch on YouTube um three seasons like i think maybe 12 episodes per season 
they're like 20 to 30 minutes long each they're really good definitely worth a watch they have um, a lot of yeah. cool thought experiments and they put a lot of thought experiments into practice cool yeah quite fun um so going on from our can all sounds that be made goes on quite nicely into our stance on custom made presets right yes and like how we're talking about that episode of um well the video i sent you yesterday um about the vocal chain right yeah as far as like making your own presets and stuff like that yeah um the video we're talking about is uh uh was it, it andrew uh, andrew huang goes to see um Marie stefan and kara's studio setup yeah and go through their vocal chain yeah very very i love that i'm like hey. so it's my plan tonight is to pretty much replicate their um mm. their vocal chain one thing that he talked about is in his if in his effect rack is the way that he uh would uh, he'll put like a light distortion or saturation yeah um in the chain and then he'll put the effect whether it's reverb delay or uh phaser chorus whatever well like, more, more importantly on like a reverb or delay and then after that he puts an auto pan to keep yeah. movement as far as like doesn't yeah. keep the sound static which i think is that's a fucking great idea yeah when you said that i was like oh yeah. <laughs> i was like wow you're like actually like like i like it's it's when you're like producing electronic music you have to think of like how to keep mm -hmm. like your sounds not static and keep it interesting as yeah. far as listening but like something that simple is like it's unnoticeable really yeah like, it's just like it'll be subconscious that they like you'll know that something else is going on yeah I've, and i've noticed that there's so much like small parts of music that is completely unnoticeable i remember i was watching an andrew Wong video about this uh like maybe like a couple of weeks ago um but he was he was breaking down one of his tracks or the way he processed vocals right mm -hmm. um and he like played the song and then he talked about it and like all the small things that he did and there was like parts where he like threw in like a massive delay just for like a short amount of time and then cut it back and then yeah. there was times where there was just like this one synth that would stab twice and that was it throughout the entire song and there was like so many like small different things and he's like you know like all of this stuff seems pretty insignificant and unnecessary yeah but when you listen to the track you don't know it's there where you, you're, you're like subconscious realizes it but you just hear it as like part of the sound part of the track in general yeah like you don't hear it's there but you know it's there yeah and then like since i watched that i've kind of been actively listening to tracks to see like if there's anything like that throughout it that like just small little throws of delay or like yeah. little stabs of something and i was listening to uh fucking um tiny meat gang oh yeah uh, yeah cody ko and noel what the fuck's his last name no i don't know uh yeah uh, tiny meat gang one little trivia i do know is um do you know their producer spock no oh well well was their producer for a wee while at least i don't know if he still is but um he like he, like one of like in getter's scene is it yeah that makes a lot of sense actually they're like la kids yeah um, they're, no they're, they're oh my god they actually yeah, think about it, they're all like the most la kids <laughs> yeah, ever bro saw dude um but yeah i was listening to their latest release uh sophia which is actually a fucking band like i'm a big fan of that song they're they're like i i know that um tiny me they're like <laughs> i'm gonna call it tmg because that's what, yeah. how they like brand themselves um when they started tmg it was a piss take and it was just, yeah. they, were, they were doing it for a joke. 
they were like, you know, anybody can be rappers, anybody can be like pop artists. So they were just <laughs> they kind of proved their point. <laughs> yeah, and they proved their point. But like the shit that they make is so good. <laughs> like mm. the beat behind fucking Sophia is incredible. They're like, like listening back to their older their older music. Cody Ko has like the the the, the oh, sorry the um the his tone of voice that he uses like or the tone of his performance yeah changes so much like he used to like use this like real intense uh auto-tune sort of uh like rip-off and budget brand uh travis scott type oh, yeah. you know auto-tune but he's like found his voice now that it's like this this sort of like <clears throat> it was like a youtube comment comment described it as frictionless and it's so like smooth and like mellow and like it just feels like it flows the entire way and then like noel comes in with this like graspy fucking like early 90s rapper snoop True, Dogg, yeah. fucking um ice cube shit and it's so, oh my god it's such a good combination and i love it we need to listen to Sophia after this podcast okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah anyway there's a part of that song during the chorus where i heard just like a of like delay on like one thing that he says and i was like yo rappers got so much of that they're like those little like throws of delay on the vocals like those like um i remember when i was like first starting out production and i was like oh produce rap for this guy it's like oh you need to have like a break every four bars like yeah i'm like oh you do <laughs> you have to you have to keep the beat interesting but like because I, I mean like i came i remember i tried to i tried to make like a rap beat i think it was like 2017 for these um these guys and uh the critique that i got coming from a, like a soundcloud beat producer right so mm -hmm. like my idea of making beats was just to go like ham on the fucking production yeah and, like throw outs and you know breaks in the beat and then like vocal chants and just shit just ooh, just keeping it like I, I keep hitting my fucking mic you hadn't done it up until this point this, this episode no you did it like twice yesterday did it twice yesterday i did it like three times in the first podcast yeah um but yeah and um so i like made this beat and i sent it to them and they were like yo like it's really cool but there's so much going on that like if we would rap over this it would just, just kind be of mud yeah it would, it would just be a clash of just shit going on um mm. and i was like oh wow that's like something i've never really just kick the fucking table i'm just mm. going insane bro yeah um there's just like something that i'd like never really thought about like as far as producing which was like something quite interesting yeah yeah no like realizing that like sometimes production has to be the back yeah the back end of yeah song that's what like that's what i sort of learned working with crystal yeah. I was just like, oh, right, pop production. I, I can't just, like, make it so full <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, like, a more recent time that I came to that conclusion was listen to Disclosure, mm. their latest uh, releases. They did the um, Birthday uh, featuring oh, these two uh, angelic voices. I can't remember their names. To uh, go look at the Disclosure Birthday. Great song. Um, but then they released the, I remember listening to that and I was like, oh, it's a disclosure, you know, it's yeah. going to be a fucking banger. I listened to it and I was like, I mean, this is just kind of like a pop song. Yeah. I was like, this is like, you know, kind of, I, I, I like, I hesitated to say that it was like kind of a disappointment when I was listening to it, thinking that it was coming from disclosure. Mm. And then they released the VIP remix and I was like, oh, yo, yeah. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there we go. There's some disclosure. Yes. Um, like garage house type shit, a lot faster. Um, but yeah, no, I guess with rap music, you do need to like take the back seat in production yeah take the back seat uh as with production as far as the beat goes but you also have to have the like little sparkles yeah like the you know a little bit of a salt and pepper every now and then just to keep it interesting because it is still getting repetitive 
because the beat goes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the beat itself. The rappers are usually quite talented themselves and they can usually, mm-hmm. you know, drive the force itself anyway. Yeah, you got to like, re- you got to sort of like re- realize you got to rely on that. <sighs> yeah. I'm just pulling my hair out of my face because it's tickling my nose <laughs> and I keep itching my face. Um, I just realized, I was like, I was just like, while we were wrapping up that conversation, I was thinking, how, how do we get there? And I was like, oh, that's right. Presets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Presets. Um, yeah. So I remember we, I didn't. We were talking about like, like the small little effects you can put on things and just like little. Yeah. Um, but talking about presets in general. Yeah. The dislike for them and now my rekindled love for presets. Um, I still don't use them all the time, but usually when I do use a preset, especially for serum or anything like that, I will use it. I'll, I'll load it in and then I'll fuck with it. Yeah. Until I find it, until I make it how I want it to sound. I still haven't gotten to the point of using presets for serum, but I use presets for other things. Yeah. Like I've got, I've got like a lot of folders downloaded hmm. of different serum presets. I haven't installed them, <laughs> but I've got them all there. Um, and like all the presets I used, are just like inbuilt presets into serum. Like the, yeah. the kids too. The, the main drop of kids too is a preset hmm. that I've just fucked with. I just like form and filters and like change the like phaser and like the wavetable position and just like enough to a point that it sounds completely different to the actual preset itself now. Yeah. Um, so much so that I can't even find the original preset cause I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember what it sounded like. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't hate presets. Uh, and I always kind of had this thought towards it that, you know, people were not people, but I would, uh, diminish my own, uh, how, how do I put it? Uh, diminish my own Im- uh, impact. Impact, nah, uh, like sort of like respect for myself, right? As yeah. a musician using presets because then I'm like, oh, well, I didn't actually make this; somebody else did, and now I'm just mm. you know using somebody else's work. But once again, in order to succeed, yeah, you do need to start from somewhere. Stand on the shoulders of giants and all that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. I still to this day, may- sound design is still very much the thing I hold very close to me. Uh, like. So your, your glasses are now a hairband. Yeah. Cool. That's how I use them. Oh my God, look at that. Like a fucking, anyway. Doesn't um, uh, so yeah, I'm still very much like a, sound design is very much like what I do in my music production. Yeah. So I always start with just like a deep uh, initialized theorem and just make my sounds out of that. I, I try and do that quite a bit, but once again, like I don't know sound design enough. Like I'm getting to a point now where I'm a, I'm a lot better. But. I don't know sound design. I just understand it somewhat enough to poke at it until it works. Yeah, I, I know like certain little tricks. Yeah, yeah. I see. I've I haven't gotten that far into my my uh, my road to becoming sound design god yet. You need to do follow, follow my progression. Op- Ableton operator. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where I started all my music production on. From the second track, I made like uh, from my second track ever. I was like. First track I made made with presets. Mm-hmm. Second track I was like, "Oh, I can make. I should make things from scratch because someone said on the internet." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Well, I mean, like, like and, in my Fruit Loops days, I I was using like all the inbuilt presets mm. on the synths and uh, that come with Fruit. Jesus, Fruit Loops. Um, Hammer, Hammer. I remember that was one of them. I haven't used Fruit Loops in fucking years. I've never used Fruit Loops. Yeah, no, no. You I mean, I, okay, made that clear I, when I, <laughs> I downloaded it one time when it came out for Mac. Oh, yeah. And I was over at your place and I just looked at it and my vision just blurred over. I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I don't have much of a... I'm starting to understand it more by watching Illuminate videos. Yeah. It's not hard to understand. It's just terrible to use. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> not coming from somebody who was... We'll, we'll come back to this. Because this is another topic on our podcast. Okay. We will come back to this. Okay. okay. All right. I'll hold it. I'll hold it. Um, sorry. We're talking about presets. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, I... I I've had like a full 180 on my thoughts towards presets and mm. now I'm at like a point where I love them because I want to get there but there's still that little bit of like internal like guilt <laughs> yeah but like just fuck with them like just yeah. pull up a preset that's like like don't go for something that you want like don't you're, you're not listening through presets and going like oh that's the sound that I want I'm gonna use that you're going through presets to be like yeah that's got like a rough sort of tonality that I want and then you're just going to use what you know to bring out the points that you really want to accentuate. My process, though, is work on sound design until I make a sound that I really like. Mm. Build a piece around that. Yeah. Which is, I think, like, that was always been my process as well. Um, that's my very dubstep-oriented process. It is. The, that still is my process as well. I, like, I don't want to... Don't get me wrong here. Um, but uh, watching, like, a lot of um sound designers they have sound design sessions yeah where they go and i started doing that for a bit how'd that work out for you so so i made some decent songs of like um so one time i i had like one good sound design session where i made like a uh, a folder of presets that i could just go back to yeah and then that came in handy like a few times yeah like that's the thing like you but in order for it to uh become useful you need to do it a lot and oh, you yeah. build this library of like an amount of uh, just an incredible amount of different yeah. presets and like one shots and i think if i was to do sound yeah. design um like sound design sessions i would only make one shots i wouldn't make lead synths because i feel like a lead synth is what is like the driving force of a song itself so would you take it more of like a virtual ride approach where he bounces them all out to audio yeah and then just have a sample pack yeah, like a, pretty much a sample pack of different like one shots, just like fill the spaces, like the wow, wow. Yeah. And then the, you know, whatever the actual driving force of the melody itself is going to be something that I make for that track itself. For mine, I just went in through and made like sketches of like sounds. Where right. I was like, this has a fundamental, like cool idea in it. Yeah. And I can bring it back out later when I'm making a track that um, I, ne I can then I can adjust it to fit that track essentially right. making myself like just making myself a preset yeah I, I, and then but I, th I think what stops me from doing that is that because like i think the, my first realization of it was the like bass house womp <laughs> you know you know the bass house womp oh yeah um and when i realized that that's used in every single fucking bass house song mm -hmm. in the world ever uh maybe not including one or two <laughs> <laughs> um i think i was like wow like it's not very unique <laughs> right and there's a lot of dubstep and bass music that isn't unique mm -hmm. just because they all use the same fundamental structures or yeah. noises. And I think in a world of electronic music, electronically produced music, where like literally the sky's your limit, mm -hmm. right? You kind of have a right to, well, not even a right, you, you, you like, you should make something that is unique because you have, these options to do it right and like i'm not saying if you're like a beginner musician and mm -hmm. you're just making the same you're just trying to make a dubstep song 
by all means make a wow wow whoa 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 go make skrillex music right. go make cinema go make cinema <laughs> um, i'm the one general i have like i did see we while it was like how to make the cinema base in massive and it was like one-to-one perfect really yeah i, I might watch that <laughs> like, i'm not gonna i just, I just like it's and uh, one thing we're coming back to like presets as well it's like i mm. think it's a good idea to like oh watch. and all of my music like all my sound design knowledge came from watching youtube videos yeah of people being like this is how you make that sound from this song and then i just would all my songs for like a long time was i hear a song i like i want to replicate it i try i find a youtube video tutorial how to make that sound yeah i fall a little short (laughs) (laughs) and i work with it (laughs) no i vibe with that i vibe with that um yeah um what for a solid hour already hang on a second have we we're already at an hour and 12 minutes oh shit all right um and we've got like four more topics um well did we want to did we want to cut this and then maybe record another one for next week i like the idea of batching our podcast episodes yeah oh, but i kind of want to get onto these topics oh, like, you just want to keep going i can't it's a hard one, you know? I mean, we can make a two-hour-long podcast. I don't, I don't give a shit. And I'm sure, pretty sure nobody else gives a shit. Like, yeah, they'll just keep listening, won't you? You'll keep listening, you suckers. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> you suckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I take it all back. We love you. We've got you. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's at least get on to the thing, we'll, uh, the thing I said we'll get to later. Okay. And that is, um, I brought up yesterday that I saw a tweet that was, can we normalize bashing people until they all go to ableton right yeah the what is it d-o-w d-o-w war yeah door door war digital (laughs) audio workstation um no (laughs) no no because number one that was me first year of uni yeah that was me being like everyone get on the ableton train come on ableton is great but it's great for its own reasons Mm -hmm. it's great because it's it it, it 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 encourages experimenting experimentation and it encourages you to do more live performance mm-hmm. and uh just more exp- yeah, just ex- be, be more experimental with the music production what i like the most about ableton is it gets out of my fucking way yeah there's not like 300 like three loops there's like 500 tabs that open mm. and then and I- then like when i was using Pro- uh, logic it's just like sub menus upon sub menus to find everything yeah it it's that that yeah like when you fucking when you when you want to put a um uh, an effect on your mixer right mm-hmm. you have to go to the mixer itself click on the mixer add button and then it loads up a little fucking menu and then you go through and you find like the rough area of where the vst that you want to plug into it is and then you click on that one then that opens up another menu and then you find the one that you're looking for there and it's like why like when you were ableton it's all on the left. Yeah, everything you can. You ever see the anxiety need... going over my face as you describe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything you ever need and everything you'll ever need is always going to be on. And the guess left. what? You can make l- little custom menus to go to the things you go through the most often. I know that. I once I actually used, started utilizing that, changed my fucking life. Oh, like be able to like be like a fix that I go to like on every single track. Drag, 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 drag. Yeah, exactly. Like I've. Oh. Okay, there's a little feature of Ableton that I want to incorporate. Do okay. you know that you can change the default way Ableton loads? 
Right. So when you open a new project, it will have all the channels you want. Oh yeah. And like, like say, like you want, like oh, I want three serums and all that. I want to get through and do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I had that with uh, Fruit Loops. Okay. Yeah, I had it set up. So yeah, I'm like, sure it's like a very common feature. It's just like something I really want to get into. Yeah, and because uh, I was watching um, Disclosure, they they they've been twitching, twitching, streaming live on Twitch. Um, they had the uh, not guy. How? No, you know, it was guy. Guy from Disclosure. What's his name? The Disclosure of Brothers, mm-hmm. by the way. Guy and Helen. Huh. Yeah. Um, so Guy was going through. He's the like engineer of it. And then Howard's the musician or the instrumentalist of, it, yeah. of the two. And the guy was going through the projects. Uh, and they do it all on uh, Pro Tools. Not Pro Tools. Pro Tools? I'm pretty sure they do Ableton. So I'm pretty sure they have a redundant... At least for their live setups, they've got a redundant Ableton setup. Oh, they, they have Ableton. Like, they use Ableton, but they don't use Ableton as their main... Well, I, I don't know, because I don't I haven't seen their streams. Um, Pro Tools is the industry standard, right? Pro Tools is, like, the... Pro Tools is what we use at, at uni. Yeah. For audio recording. Uh, it's, like, the industry standard for studios. Right. I wouldn't... What's, what's the... Logic? Logic logic right <laughs> right that's what i was trying to think of they use logic as their um as their main door i'm i'm a i'm a do like i know we're talking about how we shouldn't bash um audio workstations fuck logic fuck logic when i had it on my laptop i renamed it to garage band pro <laughs> <laughs> what is <laughs> like in order to initiate logic you go into garage friend and you activate the advanced settings mm-hmm. of course you have to pay for them but yeah, um that's pretty much what logic is it's, it's just like advanced garage band yeah i remember like I, I went and stayed with my girlfriend like it was like a year or so ago and i was like i left my laptop at home and i used to live like ages away not ages away but further than i could walk um and i was like fuck i just like want to kind of make some music so i grabbed a laptop and i downloaded garage band and i opened it up and i was like oh logic, logic. <laughs> <laughs> huh. crazy uh, except it's harder to use um yeah, yeah which is crazy to think about because logic's already fucking hard to use oh god so hard but like in saying that so Ableton i like logic impossible. i like logic for mixing because i did a in last year of high school i did a um achievement standard thing um where it's just like we got given stems and we were like told to uh, mix the mix music yeah for our thing and i was like cool i can do this this is this is what i've been doing like without like what i've been doing in class for the past like two years when i was supposed to be doing real work <laughs> nice so i did that and i was like did it through logic and i was like oh, i like logic for mixing just audio yeah then i was like and open ableton again <laughs> yeah well like that's the thing they use um so they uh, disclosure they use ableton as a vsd plugin pretty much oh yeah like using rewire yeah they use re- they use ableton as re- like through re- rewire into mm. uh like i think they've got like three separate tracks on um their pro tools not pro tools sorry yeah. uh logic session yeah that is just ableton based yeah well, that's like similar to the Andrew Hong video for producers one sample Zomboy. His process is make all the bases in Ableton, stem it out, take it into Logic. The 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 fact that he like made all the bass for it and like all like the main yeah. synths for it, when and he then put the drums under it, mm-hmm. like, over top of it. Yeah, when he did that, my mind was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, the, you know the majority. I I I would assume that like the large majority of producers start with drums, right? Or they start with like a I start with like the sound design and then make drums immediately after. Yeah, just to like get a feel for. Yeah, the track like itself. knowing how it's gonna be. But making the entire track without drums and then taking it into <laughs> Logic, it's like, like so he makes the core of the track in Ableton, stems that out, 
yeah. adds embellishments and drums and logic. But also, why the fuck would you want to use logic for drums? I don't know. If anything, I'd use Fruit Loops for drums. I mean, I like Ableton's drum, uh, drum rack. Ableton's drum rack is good. Fruit Loops drum processing knocks hard. True. I mean, there's a whole conversation of like, you just need to make Ableton peak a little bit to make it knock as hard as Fruit Loops. Well, it's the thing, like, uh, Ableton's got a perceived loudness meter as well as actual decibel reading meter mm-hmm. on the master chain. Yeah. And I only just learned this recently. That when it's peaking, it's not actually peaking. Like, the perceived loudness is, what, fucking plus three decibels, but the actual peak decibel rating is, like, still negative 0.5, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in order, you have to, like, in order for it to, like, actually sound as good as Fruit Loops. Ableton is very clean. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, one big thing that I noticed coming from Fruit Loops and Ableton was everything that I made was so much clearer and cleaner mm-hmm. and sounded so much more... I wouldn't say professional because it didn't sound professional, but it sounded more crisp. Crisp, yeah, like a, like a nice juicy apple. Yeah, or oh god, this is this is like the most left field thing. But did you know that Pringles come in a bag now? What? <laughs> I know. I got some of my groceries. I'm I'm kind of hyped. <laughs> <laughs> so where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> you see crisp? I was like crisps. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here first. Pringles, Pringles and- now in a bag. <laughs> Are they just Lay's? Lay's come in the tube as well. Yeah, but Lay's are in a bag. Oh my god, true. Yeah. Pringles, unoriginal idea. Zero out of ten. Do not subscribe. Have, have you seen Disjointed? Is that that like, show with uh, Adam... No, what's his name? Oh, yeah, I, I, the, the guy with the long hair and they smoke weed. Is yeah, it's that? a dispensary... Uh, it's a sitcom dispensary show. Oh, maybe a oh it's amazing and they have like it's a netflix original okay no i don't um i know it's gonna turn a whole people off but it's made by the same people who made made by the same person who made big bang theory i know it's (laughs) gonna turn a lot of people off but i think it's like i mean i like the big bang theory because i grew up on it so it it clicked in nicely for me and i'm a stoner um fair enough i if i am to put my own opinion in here as well i don't think it's that great yeah (laughs) I, i don't think i don't think it's like an amazing tv show i just enjoy it yeah um there are funny parts yeah but it's just oh yeah it's like i've seen the videos on like explaining like why it's bad i'm like ah yeah i see it now (laughs) but i'm it's never gonna leave yeah it's like um uh family guy like family guys like most people will tell you family guys shit oh yeah right but it's still fucking funny oh yeah like yeah sure their gags are like they do they have one thing remember when i did that back then and then cutaway 20 minute cutaway to that yeah oh the entire episode's a cutaway yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no anyway disjointed they have like all these like, they have their own ads they pull it like they put in most of them are like fake uh brands that they just made up for the show because right. there's netflix originally like have like ads it goes to but one of them is just like um two stoners sitting on a couch eating a big bag of lays and then just the end of it's like lays <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just them sitting there stoned as fuck reaching into a bag of lays chips and then it just cuts to a lays logo and goes lays <laughs> and then goes back to the show i'm like oh my god yeah, that's fucking funny <laughs> uh, it reminds me of the um lays the not quite as funny but still quite humorous uh been watching futurama oh yeah yeah i don't know if you've seen me using your plex 
Um, I occasionally check in, especially when I'm about to shut my PC down. It's like, is anyone watching my uh, watching stuff from my media service? Like, oh uh, yeah, PC's staying on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been watching Futurama. I realize that you don't actually have all the episodes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's me, completionist. No, you don't have all the episodes. I don't. No. Oh, crap. you've only got nine episodes of season one, and there's thirteen episodes. Okay, I'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, and uh, uh, I was watching an episode, and it was. Uh, the, the episode started with uh, Fry. He was having a dream, and uh, it was about like these fucking uh, these, these un- this, this pair of underwear. And um, in the episode, they talk about how in the future and and the time that it's there, I think it's the year three thousand that they're in. Um, that ads are now projected into your dreams by gamma rays oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and like like halfway through the episode he goes into another dream and like all this shit happens and then just as it cuts away it's like (laughs) this ad sponsored by blank (laughs) he wakes up and he's like what the fuck (laughs) oh great episode fucking futurama is great i know i never used to like it when i was a kid but i think Mm. i'm Oh, I, I always liked it. Like, whenever it come on, I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Simpsons, but a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons, but a little bit more risque. Yeah. Bang, 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 copyright. Yeah. Oh, the fact that... Okay, actually, the fact you've said that, I can perfectly transition to another one of our topics. Okay, what's that? Consoles, but I want to leapboard into that with, you know, the, the Overwatch, how you can, like, shoot the bells to play the theme tunes of Futurama? An Overwatch. Yeah, an Overwatch is the level. At the starting point, there's, there's three bells, and you can shoot them in sequence to play the Futurama theme tune. Yes. I, I can't remember the name of the map. Yeah. But there's, there's one map where there's three bells, and the, uh, I think it's like the carry the load, um, payload. Yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember the map, I, sorry, I, I, but that just reminded me of um, uh, Counter-Strike on um, uh, Inferno. The old, mm-hmm. the old Inferno for all those uh, OGs out there. Um, uh, in OG Inferno, they had uh, these like three bells in the spawn point for oh, yeah. T's uh, terrace. Yeah, um, and I remember you'd shoot those and like and like rounds that the, your your entire team's dead, and it'll just be you. You'll just run back to spawn and just shoot the bells and just wait for them to come get you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I can't remember. I, I fucking... Um, Overwatch seems like a fucking lifetime ago. Oh, yeah. I, Is Overwatch I, still a thing? I think so, because I played it a decent amount maybe last year or the year before, because I remember me, um, flatmates, and... Me flatmate. <laughs> me, f- me flatmate. <laughs> me, comma, flatmate. <laughs> right. And uh, at-time girlfriend got... Uh, got it on a humble bundle well they got it on a humble bundle they already had it because i'm i played in high school um right sorry keep again, you keep saying like you're doing shit in high school and i was like oh watch came out in like 2016 yeah i'm a young boy <laughs> um um but yeah remember playing it then it was still very much populated and never had a problem finding games hmm i mean like i didn't is that kind of is that kind of game that i don't think the population will ever really fully fully drop off no and i feel like it's going to pick up now anyway due to the fact that of which two has been released oh yeah probably i think it's next year who, who knows everything's been so out of whack now i'm sure it's supposed to be released this year yeah but... <gasps> you know what i'm pissed off about what batman 2021 it's been postponed to batman 2022 oh no do you know what i'm annoyed about what dying light 2 
being inev- like postponed with no like <laughs> <laughs> it's been postponed to win uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> tune in next time <laughs> we'll we, we probably avoid that answer again um yeah Dino was a great game yeah it's, but it's, it's that, that game is terrible until you get the grappling hook mm-hmm. and only then does it become fun yeah yeah. I, I remember the um, infected game mode. the amount of time that Nami has put into that fucking game <laughs> she's played through it I think three to four times Jesus she's probably put in easily like multiple hundreds of hours into that game is there a new game plus what is there a new game plus for that for Dying Light yeah there's some there is some DLC so you mean no new game plus so like when you beat the game you can start the game over again when on a and it'll be like a harder difficulty but you keep uh, everything that you got in your last no game. i don't think there is oh. i i just know that she played through it the first time on like normal and then like just went straight to the stream jesus christ Most for the second time for lord almighty she's way too good at dying light because like she'd be like oh we should play dying light it's like yeah but you're like so many levels ahead of me and i get fucking destroyed <laughs> you when you play rocket league with me yeah see when you play any games with me yeah <laughs> except for battlefield yeah that game i've never played in my life that's, that's the, the game i started on and still plays it today <laughs> so i've got that i've got the advantage you know, i'm not leaving it down <laughs> so i'm gonna get a pc and i'm gonna come pro battlefield player oh shit god that wouldn't take much effort for you because it's just the first person it's just translation of oh no <laughs> yeah i just need to get used to mouse and keyboard again it's been like two years mm. since i've used a mouse and keyboard well, I, I want to play some more Warzone, even though it's like still a meme. I want to play some more Warzone. A fucking Warzone's great. Yeah, I still play it like once every two weeks. I think. Yeah. Well, we should we should take some time to play Warzone. But anyway, what we're trying to talk about was the new consoles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking um, the PlayStation Five. How to yeah. turn it on horizontally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like the like, um, yeah, it's. Their, their approach has definitely been like this is the center focus of your living room yeah it's, oh, I just can't fucking it's yeah. like take the screw out put it into a little <laughs> hole that is perfectly sized for this one screw you won't lose it yeah sure but that is just like that is Japanese engineering to a T like I, I just, so precise so like everything's thought out I just can't believe that they had to that they had to release a video on how to turn did they release a video just on how to turn it on because i'm pretty sure you told me this the other day it wasn't just for that but you wouldn't have known that unless you watched a video on how to turn your it was the full teardown and they just did yeah but like in that video they covered the fact that you can't just turn it on its side and it works you have to unplug it uh, undo the base yeah the base and screw it into another part i can't even remember i didn't watch it because i was like i laughed too hard and i had to stop the video um yeah but like the fact that you have to like go through this process in order to turn your console on its side mm-hmm. and like i get it with the xbox i'm pretty sure the xbox 360 you couldn't just turn your no those things had flat sides didn't they oh they did they did but like oh, but they had the vents on the side so you just like lift it up a little bit no it was like I th- it was either with the xbox 360 or the xbox one when they first got released you couldn't just turn it on its side with the disc in it otherwise it would chew up the disc oh yeah no yeah. that was a 360 yeah yeah it was a 360 yeah um which was a problem and they were like let's not do anything like that again mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and they haven't and they won't ever mm-hmm. but for some reason playstation went i don't know why they do such risky shit with their fucking releases well so the thing they were like with the playstation 3 they went to this whole like weird six core cell architecture that was really hard to develop for yeah and the, what they went with like the dual shock 3 controller as well which was like 
They're like, oh, everything's motion controlled now. Uh, yeah, like, and that was used in like three games. Yeah, and like I get it, like Nintendo Wii would play, like took off and everyone loved it. But like Nintendo Wii's its own thing. Yeah, Nintendo is like. I think like people need to learn that Nintendo are going to be over in their own camp throwing paint at the wall. Yeah, they're not. They're not making a console. Mm. They're making a game. Like they're making their they're, own entertainment system that mm. works entirely in its own right. That being said, I play so much Rocket League on my Switch. Well, yeah, but Rocket League on a Switch is not playing Rocket League. I'm better on my Switch than I am on PlayStation now. Yeah, but I bet I'm still better with an Xbox 360 controller. <laughs> <laughs> Um, leave me alone <laughs> I mean like maybe I don't know I don't know oh no there's, is, de- there's definitely like, you're definitely still gonna be better than me I, you're, yeah yeah. but like I, I wasn't gonna say that because I'm, I'm humble yo sit down um, <laughs> throwbacks but I don't know if I don't know if there are any pro Rocket League players that oh, primarily yeah. play on Nintendo Switch and if they do I wanna know who they are and I wanna search them up <clears throat> so I might do that after this yeah um, I, I think the Switch is a very good like conditioning tool because I can just pick up my Switch and just be like, play, play Rocket League out of, like, pure, like, um, convenience. Yeah. I was like, lean back in my chair, start playing Rocket League in my, like, in a handheld console, which to me is just, like, mind blown. Yeah. You know what we should do? What? We should play, we should, after this, we should play some Rocket League first. Yeah. Se- second of all. And I should play my Switch and you should play on the PlayStation? Yeah. Because since you're better on the Switch. A little bit. And... I like having the whole screen to be yeah. able to see. <laughs> I mean, I get a whole screen as well. I just get a little one. Yeah. It's a win-win. You get a 55-inch screen and I get <laughs> a 7-inch screen. <laughs> but you're, you're better with it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm also right here. Yeah, you just hold, you hold it at the same... <laughs> so it scales to the same size. And I can use the recline on my couch. Yeah. And I'll sit forward like the fucking gaming... The sweating gaming nerd I am. Perfect. Okay, that's, that's post-podcast planned. Sweet. Also, I think I might, if you will let me, can I try and play some Warzone on your... Oh, no, there'll be another update. And also, I don't have PlayStation Plus. No, I was going to say, um, on your PC. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I've been watching, like, a lot of first-person shooters on PC, and I was like, oh, I'm going to do it again. Yeah, you can play on, like... Yeah, I mean, realistically, we've gone so long with this podcast, it's almost four. Oh, my fuck. Yeah. I've got to go get groceries at six, so inevitably you'll still probably be here at that point. You can just play some wars on my PC while I go and get groceries. Just gonna hang out here. Yeah, this is my room now. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you know the code and everything on how to get in here. It's like, yeah. just, I still don't use the code to get in the front nah, of like, your, your door. Mm. I just feel weird about it. <laughs> so I knock, even though I use the code to get into the downstairs and come up the elevator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, that's just, that's just convenience for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't want, I don't want him to leave, leave, leave his room. Yeah. I, I just I just tell people the code now. I'm just like, I cannot be bothered. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Mm. Fuck it. Okay. Um, well, con- new consoles. Who do you think... Okay. If you were to buy a console, you money is no object. Mm-hmm. Which one are you getting? Uh, I'm going to get PlayStation 5. Yeah. End of the week. Even though, like, right, I just spent like 20 minutes ripping into the fact that mm-hmm. you have to like... The design aspect of it, questionable. Controller, silly. Controller, also silly. But the games on it are... Oh, yeah. I got the Like, there's a new Ratchet and Clank coming out that has ray tracing. Oh, my God. Daddy, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo. Fucking next-gen graphics as well. Not like Spider-Man 4 needed... Spider-Man 4. Spider-Man PS4 needed, like, a graphics update. But they released it with the graphics update. Why'd they replace the face? Did you see that? What? The in the in the remastered version of Spider-Man PS4, right? 
they've they've changed uh, Peter Parker's face to to a different model. Like they've they've modeled Peter Parker as a different person. For I don't know why. <laughs> like it makes sense if maybe they made it like Tom Holland's face or something. Nope. But no. Nope. Just another another different a different character. Another random person I don't know. Like there's probably a reason behind it. I haven't done my research into it, but they have changed Ooh. the main character's face. Okay. We're now turning into a pop culture rumor podcast. Okay, what's going on? I heard a thing. Um, the previous Andrew Garfield and um, what's the other one? To- uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Yeah. Are you talking about the multiverse? Yep. Um, with the with uh, um, uh, Wonder Visions uh, opening the multiverse, so potentially Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire coming back as Sp- Spider Man. I I've seen things that they're in the next Spider Man movie rumors. I don't think like if anything, I th- like I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> right? <laughs> Number one, I would love to see them come back. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I mean Andrew Garfield, I can live without, but Tobey Maguire, come back. Oh, uh, I mean look, yes, but also like Andrew Garfield, right? The the the, the Amazing Spider Man's <laughs> one and two are not so amazing, <laughs> but. But, but, hear me out, every single scene that Spider-Man is in, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, is fucking incredible to look at. I don't know when I the last time... I haven't gone back in a long time, I, I need to go see it. If you haven't watched that movie recently, just go back and... I watched them... So, I, me and my flatmate, we've been going through and watching every single Spider-Man movie. So, we watched Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 3, the... Um, uh, what the fuck's his name? The Tobey Maguire was. Yeah. Um, and then we watched Andrew Garfield one and two i mean spider-man one and two that's a that's a very good use of your time yeah, it is so yeah, every monday we go and get uh dinner we get takeaways and then we come back to the flat and we watch a spider-man movie and then we usually pass out watching it so we like <laughs> rewatch <laughs> it the next day um uh yeah and where the last one we watched was amazing spider-man 2 and i remember that movie being absolute trash don't get me wrong it's not good um but i think if that movie was just about electro and there was nobody else a part of it and like i, I get like rhino was touched in there and I don't, know, I don't know if you know the yeah like yeah. very well um but like rhino was in there a little bit and then fucking goblin was in there you didn't need norman osmond you didn't need harry in there you didn't mm. need green goblin if yeah. it was just a movie about electro that movie was really good and it was really good up until the end of the um, battle of electro i need to go back and watch it I'm like yeah go back and watch it because like at, like you watch the entire movie and it's like wow, like the Electro has a very he's got he's got a compelling storyline, right? He is a likable well, he's not like well yeah he's a likable character right? And justifiable like, I guess he's justifiable right? What he does the reason that he does it is understandable, and that's only because they've justified the reason for him doing it. All. So when you look at Thanos, it's like maybe the world would be better with less people. Yeah, exactly. And like the thing that makes a good villain is somebody who is kind of relatable yeah and what they're doing like granted the things that they're doing aren't good things they're yeah. doing bad things but they're still like you're like i get it right yeah like you shouldn't be doing that but come on man like you know you, the, it makes them more likable character mm-hmm. and jamie fox's lecture was a very likable character at the from the start he was just like he got fucking picked on and everyone hated him granted it was like everybody went out of their way to just be a dick to him right like the entire movie it was it's like there are everybody else in the movie everybody else is nice and normal 
But as soon as Jamie Foxx's character enters the room, every single other character is a cunt. And they're such dickheads. Like, they just fucking walk up. And it's like his birthday, like, right at the start before he turns into Electro. They're like, <laughs> fucking um, Ryan from The Office, the intern. Um, I, I, I haven't watched The Office. No, I wa- this is American Office, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, I watched, like, the first epi- two episodes and was like, I don't like this. It's fucking good, man. You should watch it through. Yeah. Um, if, if you want, uh, I have the first season on my media service, so I should maybe. Yeah, it's easy. Like I, I think I watched the first season in like a night. Mm. It's not hard. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, and he's like, Jamie Foxx's character is talking about um, how he, uh, how he designed the grid that they're using for like the entire city's electrical grid, mm-hmm. and um, how Norman Osborn stole the idea and all this shit. And they and he's just like, yeah, you designed the grid, and I'm Spider Man, and he's just like being a fucking absolute dick about it. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Is everyone in such an asshole to this? <laughs> like nobody's really this mean, not in like real world. And like I get it, it's in a movie, but nobody else in the movie is that mean unless he's in the fucking room. <laughs> Why did they write the- <laughs> everyone's such an asshole? But yeah, it did justify the Delicious. way that the uh, character would be a uh, would uh, develop throughout it. So like I get it, but <laughs> contextually, it didn't make sense for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Fuck, cut the movie in half because it's like two and a half hours long. Get rid of Harry Osborn. Get rid of all the Osborn part of it. Nobody cares about it. Just have an Electro mm. and uh, Spider-Man. Just break up with fucking Gwen Stacy already. Nobody cares. <laughs> and that's my review of Spider-Man. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Well, um, when you're finished all the Spider-Man movies, let me know and you can then borrow the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we can, me and Cam can play through Spider-Man together. Yeah. Oh, now we go. Yeah got my monday sorted <laughs> <laughs> oh shit i'm here mondays we can start we can record podcast tuesdays like we are today true no we got to because we, we have to do a bad one on monday <laughs> ah, shit, true yeah that's right that's our formula now yeah so we'll do like also monday. i suppose well, yeah it's becoming a podcast network because we've covered so many topics in this we could make three different podcasts out of this yeah so <laughs> high voltage is about to become a podcast network yeah uh, substation radio which is i what hey i don't know what would nail like substation radio down to Maybe, i like, think we should like keep substation radio being like music yeah which would make sense because it's yeah radio talk yeah. back yeah i can just talk back radio oh yeah i should put my number on the <laughs> i'll buy a i'll buy a burner phone <laughs> i was like yeah you can put your number <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to call up and have a chat with us live live on air live in the studio with live in all we the just TV. do discord Oh yeah, all Discord. Sign up to a Discord. Sign up to a Patreon for the aforementioned nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's the only one contributing that one, apparently. Yeah, you want to see more? Hey, 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 oh, he's got no chesters. <laughs> <laughs> and we're demonetized. This twenty-four-year-old doesn't know how to grow body hair. <laughs> um, do we want to cover any more topics, or have, have we had enough? I don't know what. What else did you have to talk about? Okay, and I'll decide. I, I'll. I'll these can either be a teaser for next week mm-hmm. or a tantalizing we shall keep talking. Right. Uh, Skater XL and other skater games. Right. Um, releases we should talk about regardless. Yes. The tattoo idea. <laughs> I, think, um, I think we should just leave the tattoo idea out of context. And perfect. We'll yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I, I like that. It'll keep people wondering. <laughs> like, what do you mean tattoo idea? <laughs> yeah. Um, the Subtronics EP. Yes. Oh, actually. Huh? Because uh, we talked about that yesterday. And I was saying I was going to message him. 
Oh yeah. Are you gonna message him now? No, I messaged him earlier today. Oh yeah. Um, and he hasn't seen it. Damn. Yeah, like four hours ago. So. Um, what else we got? So that Subtronics EP, Tattoo Idea releases, Skater Games. Um, and we did also talk about like, we did just talk about like YouTube and the like the way you use YouTube for a little bit, but I feel like it's not very relevant. Ah, not really. No. Um, Do we want to talk about like any of those things? Uh, I think we should talk about releases. Yeah, of course we will talk about releases. Yeah. Um, I think we should say that at the end though. So are we gonna are we gonna wrap it up on releases? Um, let's real quickly talk about Subtronics. Okay. Because I did like the like I really liked that. Um, why did a fucking voice there um the broken code thing yeah broken code the fact that their entire song's just satire and yeah that's a piss take intentionally ignorant to quote the man himself yeah <laughs> i love that shit um yeah and uh what i was saying to you about the fact that like number one i love subtronics mm. don't get me wrong i love them um but it's was, what got you into dubstep yeah it's what got me into like dubstep again so like if that's to say anything um, but I wasn't a big fan of Strength Theory. Only the first half of it, because it was just... I don't know. Like, I like the fact that he... Like, it, he went know, full chonk. Yeah, it was just full, just... Yink, 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 it was yink, also like... Yink. It wasn't even... You know, it was like... Chong, 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 chong. Yeah. Like that, like that sort of rhythm that's just like full on, just like... Noise explosion on each beat. It's very aggressive. And like, I, a lot of people love it. And I respect that. But I'm... I, I, you know, like I, I got turned on to dubstep from like, uh, nuclear bass face. It's not as woke enough for you. As, yeah, apparently I'm, I'm, I'm woke. I'm woke. Apparently, you're, you're a full woke. Woke. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see a story earlier today? He's fucking throwing the thing around. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. There, there's a, there's, a, their strings much longer. I don't think I see that, but yeah. I did. Oh, like like ages ago, not like today. Uh. But fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, um, Sweet Skin Dharma, if you want to sponsor us, please. Yeah, I want to get good, and I can't get good with this three dollar fifty with this not good um, Kendama because if it had the if it had sweats Kendama written across here and was made of better and more high quality material, then I'm sure I would be better at making. Uh, Doing, doing, the, doing the whirlwind doing the whirlwind but because i do not have such quality of um, to, um kendama kendama that you could potentially supply i can't be i can't uh uh chase my dreams and become the professional kendamas kendama artist <laughs> what he's trying to say is he wants to go full work and he wants you to sponsor him in his in his efforts to go full work. And I also would really appreciate nice sweets Kandama as well. Yeah, I'll give him one. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I just. I like how we're out here with our eight subscribers and just like talking, like talking to brands, like they'll hear us. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. I'll tweet them. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll release this podcast and we'll tweet sweets Kandama and like sponsor this podcast. Yeah, exactly. We have no clear ambition. <laughs> but we've got a lot of ambition. Yeah, we've got, we've got a lot of ambition. We've just got no clear course we're going to take in this podcast because we'll talk about everything and anything. Yeah. Um, and saying that... I think that's a... Yeah. <laughs> I think that will, that will take us nicely on to releases. Yeah. So Drunk's album, eh, love it. Go listen to it. I, maybe yeah. I need to listen to it again, like, yeah. more properly, but... Mm. Um, yeah. Well, it was all right. Last three songs are definitely fucking bangers, but yeah. the first four are just like... 
Yeah. First of all, it's just like, okay, this this is a good life. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll throw my, I'll throw the fuck down and I'll break the rail with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, in order to like listen to it outside of that scenario, uh, which is why I kind of talked about. Yeah, of, like we we're talking about yeah, how it was like designed to play live mm-hmm. and like uh, because he's back doing the drive-in shows and all that. Yeah, and um, and headphone music versus live music headphone music versus live music also the the mix downs of his tracks seem very empty oh yeah um and i which is what i messaged him about and like i'm not really expecting a reply mainly because i just assume that his like dms are fucking packed what you should do is post onto um the cyclops army facebook page that would get a response he's very active on there yeah but then also like um the the admin on there he's very open about what how much shit like they have to go through and um approve every single post oh and he, he said it was like backed up to like 150 posts like a couple of days ago far out yeah so like even then there's still like a massive waiting game uh, oh well yeah um uh, Some, someday he'll hear from us someday yeah uh when i when we release music and then actually become valid musicians he'd be like oh yeah no <laughs> speaking of releasing music i've got a song coming out soon you do have a song on the 23rd 20, oh you remember the date yeah i song. remember this time <laughs> well, yesterday i did not remember and maddie remembered and it was kind of embarrassing yeah uh friday 23rd of october pig has been released yeah pig has been Alex released Hitler. it was previewed on last friday's stream so if you want to go back and have a look at that yep uh skip the first hour because it's me just being bad <laughs> and then like skip most of my set because i realize i need to practice djing more yeah no, actually won't listen to the whole thing because yeah it, why not um but yeah um kids have been released not kids uh pig is being released um watch me go and announce your track now <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna play it next next stream when you you're gonna play it while i'm away Ooh. and you're gonna announce it while i'm Ooh. not here <laughs> don't tempt me don't do that please <laughs> i'll cry um i mean we've already penciled in the date for it so i can just be like this is true i may or may not have a track coming out in the next couple of weeks but that's not important what is important is that pig is coming out on the 23rd of october friday uh be coming out on every single streaming platform wherever you can listen to music it'll be there Mm -hmm. yeah i need to still submit it to drm so it may be a little delayed but 23rd is when it should be out 23rd is when it should be out um if you watch the space for updates yeah watch the space links below in our uh, description to find uh alex's instagram yeah and that's where you want to go to learn more about that yep watch me have a social media addiction yeah watch alex have a social media addiction check out his story because it's sometimes got stuff on it sometimes yeah sometimes i try and like keep people up to date with what i'm doing yeah you know what? i your story's quite mellow i also mine, mine i go through like stages of whether or not i'm going to be like blasting my story for like a week and then for like the next two weeks i don't post anything and then for like another week after. my story is fairly consistent like every other day or something i'll try and get something on there mm. i think i need to do that mm. and I, I just get like well the so it's like the official media strategy that i've like not official but like the like advised media strategy that i've seen they say post something on your like post a post instagram every second day post. and then yeah an actual post Jesus. i don't know how you do that um and then um put on up a story like put up at least one story every day at least ideally like multiple stories each day yeah but that's like when you're getting to like a level of like media influence i need to do a bit of research into that um but in saying that go follow our instagram at high underscore vault underscore mm-hmm. instagram and facebook uh links are in the description for our link tree yeah um, all li- all links to every one of our socials will be in the description so you know where to find it exactly um and in saying that i think we might wrap this up Alex. i think it might be about time yeah so 
Thank you for tuning in to Substation Radio, a podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Maddie. My name is Alex. Yeah, uh, we are just kind of, just kind of people. Yeah, we make music. It's, we take ourselves way too seriously. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, who else is gonna? Nobody yeah. else is. Yeah, you gotta take yourself seriously before anyone else will. Exactly. Uh, okay. We stream live every Friday at eight PM New Zealand Standard Time. Um, usually doing a DJ stream. Sometimes we might do something else, depending. We like to fuck around, but we also like to do very serious things. Um, yeah. If you want to check us out, like I said, links in the description. Other than that, have a lovely day. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, Alex. Yes. Welcome to the credits. Um, uh, this is the end of the podcast. This is the parts that's that's playing afterwards that, with the end credits. Oh. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>